beautiful people. This is your host, Jen, and let's get into today's topic. If you haven't noticed, the greeting is a little bit different, mainly because I'm not really feeling upbeat or cheery. So let's get into today's topic of being laid off and how often it happens within the nanny community. So it's no... It's no surprise that, you know, as a nanny, you're not going to work with the family forever. If you're lucky, you will get about a good three to four years with the family if you started from birth. I personally did not start with my latest family from birth. The kids were three and five years old. Now they are five and seven years old. And so... I knew walking into the into their home that my time was limited. And we have this intuition that tells us we shouldn't even shouldn't even consider being with a family who has older kids because you're not going to be a nanny, you're going to be a babysitter. Your hours is going to be shorter, your pay is going to be shorter, and the goal is to always is to always be full-time with a family. And so I knew that and prior to meeting this particular family, we should give them a last name. Hmm. We could give them the name of football because I'm currently watching football on a TV. <laughs> so we're going to say um, the football family. You know, prior to me meeting the football family, I interviewed and gotten a job from a Turkish family and so and the baby was not brand new it's not a car but (laughs) he was an infant four months old at the time which usually where a nanny would start unless you're a baby nurse you start sooner and so wasn't far from home four months old both parents worked the dream job in a nanny world. And so I didn't feel like a genuine connection, although the parents loved me, the kid was great, he was happy, didn't really cry, eating schedule was great, sleeping schedule was even better. The home for me was a one-bedroom apartment, And so the baby didn't have his own personal space, which means I didn't have my own personal space. Our personal space was inside the living room. Um, The crib was still connected to the bed. I don't really feel comfortable, you know, laying on someone else's bed when it's time to put the baby to sleep. Like, that's just not for me. That's not my comfort level, which is probably why I didn't take the job with the family, with the Turkish family. And so here's this football family and they have school age kids. They already formed their own personality. And it was like, why should I have chosen them? I'm not going to be there long. But here's the thing. I gravitated towards the children. The children gravitated towards me. We had like that instant connection. It felt good being in that space. It felt familiar. The mom was nice. The dad was nice. Um, 
she she had an accident and so that's the reason why they needed a nanny because I question like why do you need a nanny you seem very capable of you know being running the household as is and having control of your children the way that you currently do and you know at this particular point in time the kids were they're still two years apart but they were like that confusing age where they can't really do anything together because they really are in two different age group and they went to two different schools and they did two different activities and I was like okay and it was supposed to have been a dividing conquer type of workmanship and um it wasn't really a dividing conquer the kids it was just like me and the kids sometimes and the majority of the time which was fine because the mom was like rehabilitating herself. That's why I was there. So she was able to take the time to get herself better. And so I vividly remember this interview process. And I said, you know, I don't want to have to interview a year or two later down the line. So I need to know, are you always going to like, like how long are you planning on having a nanny for? And so they was like, no, we're not going to do that. You know, we really need the help. The kids are having their own, you know, I forgot what they said about that part. But it was like, we need the help. The kids are in all these different activities. They're not always together. Um, so you will probably have one and then the mom will probably have another. And at this time, the dad is in the interview as well. And then um, I was like, okay, why not a babysitter? And it was because she needed help in the morning time as well as needed help in the afternoon. And so they couldn't find a person to come in the morning time and in the afternoon because it was like this huge break. And then I was like, okay, very understandable. However, like I can't just do mornings and afternoons. Like, you know, I'm a nanny. I need I need to get paid the whole day not for just the part that I'm here because like I can't find another family to supplement the middle parts also when the kids are not in school you would need me full-time so we came to a nice agreement of like pay and benefits and all of that just that nannies and family goes through so we we made that arrangement and it was fine um I got to know like the mom process of how she likes the kids' beds made and what day she does the kids' laundry and what day she do the sheets and the towels and everything like that. Perfect. Shortly after it was the summertime, they rented a, a house on the beach. We got familiar with that. Perfect. Coming into the next school year, um, it was great boy was in his his own school for pre-k she was in her school for first grade great now here comes this year this year when he's going into kindergarten and she's going into the second grade and so it was completely different from last year and it started out in the summertime I already started seeing the signs, but I didn't want to believe the signs because as a nanny, 
you're so you're always supposed to be one up on the parents. If it's a change, you notice it, you write it down, you later address it. It needs to be. So the change was for the summertime. They did not rent the beach house. Cool. They kept vacationing differently. Fine. They didn't need my services at that particular point. But also the kids didn't go into summer camp with something that they did years prior. Noted. I noted it down. I was like, okay. They did go to a beach house. I wasn't there with them. It was towards the end of the summer. It was a different location. It was fine. That's the summertime. Things like that is going to happen. Here's where the bigger change came about that I noticed that it was a red flag and I didn't want to see the red flag. I felt like it was invisible. Nope, lying, invisible. It was invisible and I didn't want to see it. So here was flag number one. Both parents took the kids to school on the first day, once. Second flag was they didn't know the kids' activities for the school year. They knew it for the summer. They knew it for the year prior, the semester prior, but they didn't know it for this upcoming school year. Noted. They did figure out the schedule and I noticed I wasn't needed as much. That was another red flag. I spoken about it. I actually was very vocal when that flag came up. And again, I was insured, assured that you're fine. We still need you. But in the back of my mind, I said something is up. And so the not the final flag, but the the flag before the final flag was they put me in a part-time. They didn't need me in the morning time anymore because both kids went to school. Now, that, that takes it back to the first flag when both parents took the kids to school because that's something that usually don't happen. So that morning routine changed. I noticed it. I said something about it the following day. And then the mom was also picking up the kid after school. But that was because it was a school rule, I believe she said. I don't know. That following Monday, it was the same and it changed. And I'm going to tell you why. Because that Friday night of the first week of school, I was told I was going part-time the following Monday. No advance to a three-day advance. Actually, not a three-day or two-day because the weekends is only two days. So that was something that happened. Usually when you are making a change, it's best to make a change like a week or so prior for the adjustment. Then that happened. It was within a weekend change. I knew then I needed to get my ducks in a row and try to have something, a plan B to this plan A that's being driven off the road. A month later, the same exact thing happened, although this time 
It wasn't on Monday when you come in, you're going to be part-time. It was on Monday, you won't have a job anymore. Yes, yes, that happened. When a nanny and a family comes together, they interview, they talk about these things, they lay it all out. You're supposed to give each other the common courtesy of a two-week notice before quitting the job. And so I didn't get that two weeks notice. I was deprived of that. But you know, you're not always going to get it. So that happened last week, which is why I'm late posting now because I really had to get my thoughts together. I am out of a job. It's bittersweet because I was feeling a little overwhelmed towards the end anyway. And the reason why I was feeling overwhelmed was because I knew a negative change was happening. I knew there was a shift and it was nothing that I could do about it. Sometimes we had, I had the awkward silence in the household while the mom was there. And that felt uncomfortable. And it felt uncomfortable because of the changes. Cause, because beforehand, we could both be in a house, coexist together, and it wouldn't be an awkward silence. But this time, you could feel the awkwardness because somebody was holding something back. And I felt like, the football mom knew there was changes that was being made and I could have been told sooner and I wasn't, which is fine because at the end of the day, she had, she did what was best for her and her family and I can always find a new family. And this is just a teachable lesson to myself that the next time I see literally see because I seen the red flags and I decided to not pay attention to them the next time I see a red flag I need to get the hell out of Dodge from the first red flag and you know what a few years ago this happened to me and it wasn't the same situation it was the mom the whole family needed to move to Texas within like a two-week span And they told me within that two-week span that, you know, we're moving away. You have the next two weeks. We will write your letters of recommendation, blah, 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 blah. And I didn't see any red flags for that one. But I was still just left in the middle of the, the middle of the what? Where was I left at? Hmm. Not the road. I, I was left in the middle of the woods. And I had to find my way out. And I did. And now this time, I wasn't left in the middle of the woods. I was just left inside the woods by the exit, if that makes sense. Because I wasn't completely lost. I knew where the exit was at. And I know how to make my way to it for this time around. So I wasn't that completely blindsided. And I appreciated that. If you know of anyone that went through a similar situation, 
just encourage them that it's always going to be a family out there for them. This is not the end of the world because it's not. Although it's extremely hard to find a family that you feel comfortable working with alongside. Never really for. And it's 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 time consuming doing these interviews because everyone is different. Everyone is different. Everyone wants different things. And a lot of people like to cut corners in this field of work. And you're really not supposed to cut corners because you're dealing with children. And a lot of people want to be frugal. They don't want to pay the person what they deserve. And mainly because sometimes they can't afford it. But the people who can't afford it be the ones that be penny, nickel, and diamond every single thing. So that is this week's podcast, Me Being Unemployed. (laughs) And so I also have the option of going to unemployment because I was on the books. And so that's one of the things that is a positive outcome is that I'm not going to be completely in the lurch because the state is behind me in this particular um, incident. And yeah. Sorry, this one wasn't like an optimistic, upbeat podcast, but it's not always going to be like that. You're going to get all aspects of this nanny world, and one of them being, when your job ends, what do you do? How do you continue to make your living? You will find that out on the next episode of Modern Nanny. I'm your host, Jen, and thank you for listening. Bye!